Dan, Woo. we back. Boy, is it good to be back. We are quarantined, but we're back. We're quarantined. Uh, Drew was in my house when the quarantine got announced, so he's been living here ever since. I haven't left for days and days and days. <laughs> driving us crazy. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. You guys, it's so good to be back with you. Yeah, happy quarantine uh, week. We are five days into a 14-day quarantine. Five days. It seems like five months. Uh, you know, Drew, as I was, uh, so I've just been thinking about the people of this nation, the people of the world, really, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, what is a practical way that I can help all these people who yeah. are who are just bored in their homes? You hear a lot of stories about people helping. Yeah, a lot of people help. So we were like, you know, uh, uh, something we can do, something that would really help everyone is uh, is to come back sort of from hiatus, sort yeah. of from retirement, yep. and record a quick podcast. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Drew and Dan show coming at you live. This is the Corona edition. Mm-hmm. This is the quarantine edition. Yep. This is for everyone trapped in their homes with nothing to do. You're freaking out. You're getting bored. Um, this is we're really rewarding the subscribers though the subscribers those of you there are thousands of you but those yeah. of you who hit subscribe you know it's months and months ago to all the fire content and fire shows that we put out over the years over the seasons of the Bachelorette and the NBA those of you who've been with us since the beginning those of you out there you're gonna get rewarded first because all of a sudden oh yeah bingo your phone's gonna update. New Drew and Dan pod coming at you live. And you know, we haven't had a podcast in a couple months, really. And uh, and maybe some of you are thinking, well, Drew, Dan, are you guys too good for the podcast? Are you are you over it? Um, no, not at all. We've actually no. just been spending time honing in our craft. Yep, yep. Um, we knew that we were supposed to do it for some reason, and now that reason's apparent. It's yeah. quarantine, and you guys <laughs> get this fire podcast. Quarantine we, edition. Before we get into talking about this last season of The Bachelor, which was interesting yeah. and compelling, and we just got a lot to say about a, it. A lot um, of Bachelor talk ahead. We got we to gotta cover a couple coronavirus things yep. real quick. Let's start with this morning, Drew. Let me set the scene for you from my perspective. Okay. Um, my wife, uh, because of her asthma, she is not super stoked to go into stores right now. So I've been doing errands. Shout out to Josie. Uh, and we're, you know, we have some toilet paper, but we're getting low. And uh, in my head, I haven't really experienced going to the store and needing to look for toilet paper. But I was like, you know what? I'm a good husband. I'm going to wake up early. Before six this morning on a Friday morning, which is one of my days off, even though every day kind of seems like a day off now. And uh, I'm going to go up to Safeway before they open and try to secure a package of toilet paper. You're going to forage. I'm going to forage around for toilet paper. Hunting, gathering, and foraging. Yep. Can I walk you through my outfit really quick that I was wearing? Yeah. Rolled out of bed, sleep in my eyes, no hat, um, which is usually a huge mistake. But I'm like, who am I going to run into at Safeway, especially <laughs> before six in the morning? I got. I, my know, s- I know who. <laughs> Don't spoil it. I got my uh, I got my sweats on that I only wear around the house. I got my uh, my Omni Heat jacket on uh, that I usually wear for yard work, and I got um, I have my sandals on with socks, and that's kind of my look that I'm rolling with. So I, I roll up the hill, I get up to Safeway about three minutes before six, and when I look at the front of Safeway, the before door before six. Yes, we there's okay. conflicting there's, there's conflicting con- evidence here, but. Before six, because to my surprise, the store was already open, and as I go in, I see people running around, 
people are holding uh, toilet paper packages <laughs> above of toilet their paper heads as they run. Uh, above their heads as they run. And uh, I look over and I see I see a, a head with a beanie, very low, covering the eyebrows. Uh, it's an old. What era Warriors beanie is that? Early early two thousand. That is a Jason Richardson era Warriors beanie. Near it, near it. Drew standing in line, um, not being very much of a help to me. All he said was, "Dude, you missed it." Uh, ran into Brandon Reynolds. On, Shout out, Brandon. Hold on, what and, kind of uh, help was I supposed to be in that moment? Encourage your bro, dude. <laughs> Keep going. So, you Dan, can do it. It's gonna be okay. And uh, Drew is standing in line with just some wipes. Which what are those wipes for? You claim they're for Cade, but I I tend <laughs> to doubt flushable that. Flushable wet wipes <laughs> for what? For whoever may need them. <laughs> Uh, so, so ran into Drew this morning before six. Uh, I was very tired. I was very frustrated. From Safeway, Drew, I'll hear your set of story in a second. From Safeway, I was a little bit bummed out. Couldn't. Um, my wife really. There's this type of tea that really helps her breathing too. They were out of the tea as well, so I was kind of bummed. Started to drive back home, and I started googling what places were open. I had a tip that Home Depot sold toilet paper, and they just happened to be open at there. six. Drew, I, I was already there. <laughs> oh, Drew was already there. Well, I drove out to Home Depot. They were out. I drove back to uh, neighborhood Walmart in Westland. They opened at seven. I got there at six forty. Everyone was in their cars like a bunch of suckers. I stood outside in the freezing cold and uh, waited for them to open. I was the first one in, only to find that they didn't have any toilet paper. Came back home, but the story has a happy ending because today. My wife and her mom were driving out to Sun River to go check on a few things, and they stopped at the the Safeway in Madras. And uh, forget we're going to Madras for our toilet. Paper. And they got some toilet paper, so all is well in the self household. Uh, that was my story from this morning, Drew. What was your morning like? Okay, so really similar in that you know I've already live tweeted most of this at Drew Martin on Twitter. <laughs> However. How much traction are those tweets? How, uh, quite, there's a lot of traction. It's hard for me to log in right now because they're getting a lot of a lot of reactions. But I will say there is an ending to the story. That's a slightly shameful ending that I did okay. not include in the I'm tweet in the tweet thread. I'm interested. <laughs> so if you, if you stick with this, you might just get to hear the shameful ending to the story. But so uh, I get up uh, about at five thirty. Well, I leave the house at five thirty. Right, I drive to Safeway, and there's already a line when I arrive there. So it's a how big's the line? Uh, well, it's at both entrances because there's two entrances, Oof. and there's probably I don't know. There's probably fifteen to twenty people at each entrance. Ooh, wow! And so I'm like, okay, this is a little crazy. So again, it's five thirty in the morning, and Dan claimed he got there before six, but. I'm not sure. So, uh, the time... Drew said I got there at 6.15. I left my house at 5.15. My timeline doesn't quite match up to that, but regardless, I go and I just get in line. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's early in the morning, and, you know, I'm just talking. No one's really talking. Everyone's just kind of standing. But here's the here's the craziest part, right? Okay. They, oh, about, f- at 5.55, yeah. they open the Safeway, you know, sliding doors, and they say, hey, and this lady who's trying to be really nice says, hey, it's, I don't want anyone to die of cold, so just come on inside kind of this front area. So we were kind of lined up, socially distant. You, know, you notice you and I are socially distant from each other right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, as we always are. Right to the appropriate, the appropriate length. Um, but the line, like, disappeared, and everyone crammed inside. So now, mm. you know, she, she her her phrasing of "I don't want you to like catch the death of cold." I'm thinking now I'm going to catch the death of the corona. 
because we're all. What's more likely here. to kill me, lady? Yeah. This, <laughs> I know, the exactly. virus or being so a little bit I had cold. a choice. I had a choice: stay outside <laughs> and not get toilet paper, or cram inside with this like rabid like mob of Westlinians, right? And yeah, so, yeah. and so, I was like, well. Now I'm a big boy. Let's go, yeah. let's do this. So I just crammed in there shoulder to shoulder, you know, with people. And she's like, and the lady's clear. So now there's no line, right? We're all just mobbed in there. Yeah. And at the other entrance, people are mobbed in there as well. And she says, all right. She says, the store doesn't open until 6 a.m. Like the implication being don't move till 6 a.m. And she walks away. And at 5.58, someone on the other side breaks rank and just bolts into the store. And everybody just goes Flooding it into no Safeway. It's like it's complete chaos, like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, yeah. or like Waterworld with Kevin Costner. I'm sure you know, right? It's just like totally like what's going on, right? Everyone's looking for the toilet paper, and and I don't and I don't really go to Safeway that often, right? Because one, my wife does most of the shopping, and two. <laughs> Uh, it is she, the primary breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> used to be <laughs> until I get fired from my job to the corner. So it's gone. Uh, and so everyone's <laughs> just running through the store, and I don't actually really know where the toilet paper is, so I just kind of follow the oh, crowd. Oh, dude, big mistake. Yeah, huge mistake, actually. I could have told you where it was. Yeah, so I kind of follow the crowd, and by the time I get there, right, and everyone's running. And I'm like, I'm not going to run through Safeway at 5.58 in the morning. So I kind well, of, I kind of quick. Can I cut you off really quick? I don't think it's that you didn't want to run. No, I, I don't think you can physically run, run I, at this point I, anymore. I, if I have to, I can move like a gazelle. <laughs> Are you kidding all right, me? All right, all right, continue. So, so I briskly power walk, and I, I actually was talking to a guy like in that kind of mob area because it was someone I knew, you know, and so he's kind Who of chattered. Um, I don't want to name him on the pod because, and here's why: because he like. Mid sentence, when the line kind of broke or the like, people started yeah. heading, he just stopped talking and bolted towards the, <laughs> towards the aisle. And I was like, uh, "Okay, oh, how's kid doing?" Yeah, uh-huh. gosh, right. Gone. He just took off, and yeah. I was like, uh, "Okay." So I'm, and he's sort of like looking back over his shoulder at me as he kind of runs towards yeah. the aisle, like kind of apologetically, kind of like, you know, I'm like, "Is he going to help me out here? Is he going to grab something for me?" So we he, we hit the aisle. And it's just picked clean. It's empty. It's gone, right? All the yeah. toilet paper is gone. Some lady, like, has four of them in her cart, and there's a sign that says three per person, and people are, like, yelling at her and chasing her, and she just, like, takes off. Like, no way. weaving with her cart, like, through the people, like, trying to get Dude, away. that's incredible. It, it was just, it was a wild scene. It was a wild scene. So, I got shut out at Safeway. Went straight to Home Depot. Shut out at Home Depot. Apparently, we could have seen each other. That that would have been hilarious. Obviously, you and I weren't communicating at this point. We're just every man for themselves. Well, I'm not going to carpool with you. You're in the mob of Corona. Yeah, yeah, we're going. We're, yeah, exa- to, exactly. I would not be I'm, socially distant. So I shouldn't have you in my house right now. So I go, <laughs> go to Home Depot. Nothing. Yeah. Go to another Safeway. Nothing. I'm striking out all over the place. Right, clock's ticking. Now, how may I interrupt? How in need of toilet paper are you on a scale of one to ten? So, one, you don't need it. Ten, you are going to use like plants outside if you can't find it. Okay, I don't desperately need it, mm-hmm. but we're getting to that point where it's like, you know, we have to get it at some point. Yeah, like it, Jody would probably get a yeah, pack on her right. next. Yeah, grocery. exactly. Okay, it's like, but we're not like that's de- where we're at. We're not like desperate, but it's like I need it. But the more stores I struck out on, the more like this desperation grew inside oh, yeah. my heart. Yep. And I started to like kind of get this like, I don't know, this fear, this hopelessness, this I don't know, call it a demon, call it whatever you want. <laughs> Something was growing in me, like this weird 
darkness. Dude, that, and so I'm thinking, you got to tie up the strong man. I'm literally, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, if I see like that that lady with the four packs made sense to me. I'm like, if I see. Uh, just an aisle of tea. I'm just gonna grab everything yeah. like it's all coming home with me I don't care if it's 10 years worth I'm taking it all yeah. because I'm just like consumed with it at this point because it's like every store Dude, is empty I, I had the same thought process I after I saw you I ran into Brandon Reynolds our campus pastor amazing dude amazing dad amazing guy and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I had this thought when I was leaving Safeway I was like if Brandon and I were heading toward the toilet paper aisle and there was one pack of toilet paper left, I would trip him. I would do whatever I could <laughs> to get that toilet paper. You'd have to disable him because I'm yeah. pretty sure he's faster than you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has four kids. Yeah, so like, yeah and he's just, going for it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, he looks good in the hat. So you could like flick his hat off and he'd be like, oh, my hat. And then just run. He Brandon's never going to listen to this podcast, but Brandon's pre-6 a.m. outfit was very good. I felt. How was mine? I, I felt ashamed of myself. You should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> okay, well, well, here's where my outfit comes in handy. Are you ready for this? Yes. This part of the story I did not live tweet because <laughs> okay. I am not proud of it. Oh, we're it, not at the shameful part yet. <laughs> what okay. part of this go is ahead, go shameful ahead, go ahead. so far? Go ahead. <laughs> I go to an undisclosed place. I'm not trying to blow up my spot. Okay. And these doors, I keep in mind, I've been in three or four stores since uh, the Safeway doors opened before six, as you yep. found out. And <laughs> I, yep. it's now this new store, not to be named, opens at seven. So I roll into the parking lot, and there's cars all over the parking lot. People are in their cars. No one's, and I'm like, oh, suckers. I know how this game is played. I, now I know how the game is played. Oh, yeah. So I pop out, and I just go stand by the door. I'm first That's in line. That's what I did at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm first in line. And all of a sudden, there's this like rush. I hear car doors opening and like this kind of skill. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not turning around. I want to make <laughs> eye contact. I don't want to have any sort of human yep. connection with these people because it's about to go down, right? There's going to be elbows, fists. Like I'm, I'm going for it, right? So I'm, keep in mind, I'm first in line, six forty, right? And these people wait until seven sharp to open these doors, okay? Yeah. And so the doors open, and as the lady's opening the doors, I keep in mind I've never been in the store before. As she's opening, I say, you know, trying to trying to win some points. Good morning. Hey, what aisle is the toilet paper on? And she says, you know, says the number, and I'm like, thanks. Boom, and I'm gone. Right, and I'm straight there. I'm first. Right. At, at this point, I'm moving. Right. I'm not looking back. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to turn to a pillar of salt. I'm weaving through the store. I hit the aisle. Right, and I just see. Nothing but toilet paper, right? Just like an ocean what? of toilet paper. Are you paper. kidding me? Just as far as you can see. And I run up and I'm just going to start grabbing as much as I can. And all of a sudden I see the sign. It says one per person. And I'm like, one per person? Like, this is crazy, right? And like, and now there's people streaming to the aisle behind me, right? So I grab my pack and I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? All right. So I go to the self-checkout. And I check it out, you know, pay for it. No one's really paying attention to it because they just opened. So I'm like, I got this pack of toilet paper. I go out to the car, put it in my trunk, look at down what I'm wearing. You might remember a bright orange jacket. <laughs> oh, I remember. And the aforementioned Warriors beanie. Yeah. Unzip the jacket, lose the beanie. No, you didn't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Slight costume change. And I cruise right back inside the store. Puts on glasses with nose and mustache. <laughs> cruise right. I didn't say I was proud of this. In fact, I just think that I'm not proud of this. So slight costume change. Climbs on back. top of another man with a huge trench coat like little rascals. Hey. Cruise back. 
hit the hit the same aisle, right? And there were all these people, but right, there's only one per person. Yeah. So all those people only grab one, and I, I meant the whole aisle was stuck. So I grabbed another one, cruise back this time just to be safe. I go to the the checker, right? Because there was no no line yet. People were still shopping. Check out. Head back to my car. Put it in trunk. And I think, hold on a sec. Can I do this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Open my door. Sure enough, I got my, my baseball hat. Throw the baseball hat on backwards. Lose. Go down another layer, right, to my T-shirt. Right? <laughs> you might you might know me as a man who layers my T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Head back incredible. inside the store. <laughs> this is incredible. Wow. Hit the line. Go back to the self-checkout aisle. I, at this point, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, like, provide for my family, Dan. Like, I'm trying to be a good husband. And so I walk into the front door, and Jody takes this picture of me coming home. <laughs> okay, Drew's showing me a picture. <laughs> With a stack wow. of toilet paper. Drew, Multiple that. costume changes in the parking lot. Multiple <laughs> registers. I pulled it off. And uh, should I tweet this picture out just for the listeners later? Yeah, you got to tweet it Just out. as a shameful Wait, wait till after. Thing. Wait till after we post. After we go live. You know, Drew, normally I would make fun of you, but <laughs> I really respect it. I, we're two guys in here very shameful uh <laughs> you broke the rules i sent my sick wife out to go to stores and mattress to get the toilet paper i mean i could argue that you know the rules <laughs> are made to okay. be broken no that that is incredible okay so uh, so wow. I, anyway i just I, that's what i'm telling you dan after those after that moment, I'm thinking, should I go to Costco? Like, I have this mindset of a doomsday prepper. Like, I oh, get yeah. it. Like, I just want to stock my house because we don't know what's going to end. But this, this realization of, like, if we needed toilet if we were out of toilet paper, like, we couldn't buy it. Yeah. Like, you can't get it. Yeah. And people are going to fight you for it. Mm-hmm. It's like... I'm uh, the sense of desperation. I've never experienced anything like it. It made me like revisit all the times that I could have bought a bigger pack of toilet paper. Yeah. And I just bought the little four pack. Ah, I don't need this right now. Uh, oh man, Drew, that's an incredible story. All right, we're quarantined. We, what else is new? We're quarantined. We got some other. I, I'm digging this. This is yeah. helping me. This is helping me cope with not, uh, the quarantine. We not my proudest moment, but I, I have toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, let me have some. I'm gonna come to your house on Monday and uh, sneak some under my jacket. Um, Quick costume change. Sneak some more. Uh, Drew, we have some bad news to share with our listeners. Um, mm. One of our, I would say, bands that we agree is probably in our top five favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Uh, they were broken up for about ten years or more. Longer, yeah. Longer than that. Mm. Rage Against the Machine. Yep. They announced a reunion tour. Um, it's a soundtrack of my high school, middle school to high school oh, dude. life. It's my soundtrack that I grew up with. Rage was the first secular album I uh, I listened to. My parents didn't let me listen to secular music. I uh, I checked out a Rage uh, a Rage CD from the library. Battle of, oh, Battle, Battle of Los Angeles. I took the CD and I hid it in my Stephen Curtis Chapman CD case, <laughs> Signs of Life. Yep. Also a great album. <laughs> Uh, it holds up. And, and man, so I've it's been a bucket list item for me to see Rage Against the Machine. They announced they're coming to Moda Center. I got tickets uh, for us and our buddy Matt. And yeah, we were uh, in. We were in. We, hopefully, hopefully John Furman. We, we'll we we were incredibly excited. Yeah, we looking forward to it. Yeah, it was much. Getting the tickets was much like I assume it was for you getting the toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, except you, I was digitally yeah, uh, digitally breaking the law. Yeah, digitally breaking the law. <laughs> got it. Unfortunately, it's postponed. But the good news is. Uh, it's not canceled. It's just postponed. Hopefully, yeah. You know, you don't know these guys. 
No, you don't dude. know with the with the political climate. You don't know what they're gonna do. No one knows, dude. I would imagine, not to get all political, but the closer it gets to the election, I would imagine Rage is just all the more ready to go on a tour. Yeah, we'll, well see. Well, we'll see. I'm believing the best. That's new in our life. Uh, no Rage. Oh, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, you know, not only you know, no Rage. Um, you know, right, right around Christmas time, right, it's kind of like our, our, my wife and I's anniversary, Christmas, her birthday, all kind of go like bang, 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 and yep. you know, I've actually gotten my life. My wife loves live music; she does not love rage, but she loves live music, and I actually got her concert tickets, like across the board for all these things to go to, and all I'm assuming all those concerts will probably not be happening oh, yeah. at their assigned time. So, you know, Wilco <clears throat> dashboard confessional. Not happening, you know. Uh, crazy, you know. Jason Isbell, Avid yeah. Brothers. None of these, none of these shows are happening. And I got, I'm like, wow. I'm glad I bought all these tickets in advance. Yeah. And now we're all coroned out. Uh, dude, it's crazy. We don't have time to do an NBA podcast, but obviously NBA season postponed. Crazy. Uh, and, and no so, sports, no March Madness. I was no going to go to. I, I had an invite to March Madness this year, first time ever. Dude, that's wild. Not happening. I'm not going to. I'm not going to Final Four. Okay, one bit of good news, and I have a story to share. Uh, we go to spring training every year. Um, you've been going longer than me with Matt and Brandon. Shout out. Uh, probably only Brandon's going to listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think Matt secretly listens. <laughs> I think he does, and it it just ticks him off that yeah. it's such a good podcast. <laughs> just grinds his teeth and <laughs> gnashes his teeth. Uh, we went to spring training. We got back, and a day later, um, the MLB announced that spring training was canceled. So we got to see games. We got to hang out and eat the amazing food of Phoenix. Shout out to the Gladly. Shout out Citizen Public House. Shout out. What was the place? Platform 18? Century Grand? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, great spots. We got to enjoy the Arizona sun. My wife came with me for a couple days. She loved it. Saw some Dodgers games. Mookie was sick, unfortunately, but saw David Price get to pitch. Uh, on a separate note, one of the most amazing Drew stories ever happened on this spring training. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering where the good news was in this because we, so far we went to spring training and we got exposed probably without being no, – we didn't realize the seriousness of anything at this point because no one did and we were in yeah. the stadium was full of people. Dude. It was hot enough. And the second we got home, it was like massive quarantine. Yeah, we were like, uh, "Have you have you traveled anywhere recently?" <laughs> no. Why? But, uh, uh, this one day, we went to a game at one o'clock in Cubs yeah, Sloan? Sloan Park. And uh, Drew, for whatever reason, thought if you don't know Drew, um, you know that he's very, for whatever reason, protective about the contents of his phone. <laughs> because you guys um, are trying to hack my phone and post <laughs> anti-warriors content from my, let's my just personal say, Twitter. Let's account. just say at one point. That's why. Let's just say at one point there is a uh, a group text I was a part of entitled Drew's password. And uh, <laughs> so people Drew, trying to steal my password. <laughs> Drew thought for whatever reason he was convinced. That I saw him type in his password during this yeah, game. You made a stupid face. Right? You made a stupid face. You're making a stupid face right now, dude. Uh, and Drew convinced himself that I saw his password. Drew changed his password only to probably about eight hours later while we were out for dinner. Uh, he forgot his password and he got locked out of his phone and Drew was freaking out. The whole night, couldn't get into his phone. Uh, we were all delighted. We were taking pictures of him and stuff. <laughs> Amazing story. Uh, Drew, Drew was convinced he had to go to the Apple store the next day and have them reset his phone or whatever. But you tried, you plugged it in your computer or something. I, I did some troubleshooting. 
Okay, a little troubleshooting. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm final... Kind of a tech director. <laughs> We're already 25 minutes in. Uh, all right. Oh, fire content. Fire content. Everybody everybody loves this, and if you don't love it, you're listening anyways because you got nothing else to do. We got Bachelor uh, stuff coming. Bachelor stuff coming. Final thing about Quarantine Drew, what... Five days in, what have you been watching? What have you been doing that's been keeping your mind at ease? Uh, so, you know, I work from home. I have a home office. So, yep. uh, you know, work work doesn't stop. I actually did go to Seattle yesterday, but I canceled my flight and drove to okay. minimize my exposure. Yep. Um, I did stop at a Quiznos, though, obviously. <laughs> I'm not trying to drive by a Quiznos and not swing through. But uh, <laughs> shout out to Quiznos. <laughs> so uh, if I get it, it's definitely because of that Quiznos. But um, no, I'd like to say that I've been like reading like these you know, literature and like or watching like critically acclaimed shows or movies. I have actually caught up on couple best picture movies. Whoa, uh, what movies? But that was mostly while flying per- before the virus scare. You um, watched Once Upon a Time, right? I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, to- I don't have time to debrief that, but it yeah. blew my mind. Maybe another time. It was totally not what I expected. I actually avoided the movie because of what I thought it was about, and then it yeah. turns out. Anyway. Uh, nice no-spoiler, by the way. Yeah. Wait, was that an actual no-spoiler? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This is a no-spoiler podcast. Uh, I will say, I'll say this. Uh, so I obviously saw Parasite <laughs> on, the, on the plane as well. Uh, crazy good. Great but movie. Knives Out was like so awesome. Knives Out is awesome. I dude. love that movie. Yeah, it's it great. It was so good. And Daniel Craig, his character was so amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, I watched that. But as far as shows and all that, um, we're into uh, a little just American Idol my wife and I are still rolling with the idol because this season is the best iteration of idol ever. Well, not this season, but this this current uh, group of judges is by far the best idol version of all of that. We've watched all of them. Um, And then uh, we just started, obviously, with the crew um, that you're part of, uh, Love is Blind. Yep. Love is Blind on Netflix. Love is Blind captured my attention. We're only one episode. Way more than I thought it would. One and a half. One and a half. Uh, It's great. Uh, We... Over here at the self house, um, just everything's new, everything's different. Uh, what are you of, watching? A lot of schoolwork to do. Uh, so one of the show wise, we're still kind of working our way through Lost. We're just entering the territory of when the writer strike happened, so stuff's starting to not really make sense. Never but we're, seen it. We're still working through. Never Great seen show. It. Never seen um, it. Westworld season three just started on Sunday. Never seen it. Great show as well. Uh, I love it. A lot of people poo poo Westworld, but. I'm not to a big those, robot guy. To those people, I say grow up and just I'm not a big en- robot guy. just enjoy a great HBO show. Short Circuit, uh, Terminator Two. All right, fine. But other than that, I'm not watching a bunch of robots. <laughs> okay, let me tell you the greatest joy of quarantine, though, and this goes with what we're watching. So, something has been developing in my life that is incredible um, that I never expected. So. A few months ago, whenever Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out, um, I begged Josie to go see it with me. I'm like, there's a good chance you probably won't like it uh, just because of Quentin Tarantino. She loved it. So I was like, that's cool. So showed her um, another Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt about World War II. And uh, she loved that one as well. A few days ago, we watched Django Unchained. She loved it. Last night, we watched Hateful Eight. She loved it. She, last night, she claimed that she, herself, Josie Self, who, one of the sweetest people you ever meet, 
is a huge Qu- Quentin Tarantino fan. Just super violent, so dark, <laughs> super violent. <movie>. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we made an agreement that every other night I will will watch a new Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay. When she gets back from Sun River tonight, we are watching Pulp Fiction, and uh, and but my her end of the deal is that the other on the off nights we have to watch a rom com. So okay. or Veronica Mars. Maybe actually we we don't have anything else to do. So two nights ago we watched uh, classic rom com something borrowed. Okay, not bad. Uh, didn't end the way that I wanted it to, but but pretty good. Jennifer yeah. Goodwin, Kate Hudson, a young Jim Halpert, and uh, I don't know anyone else that was okay. in it, but not too bad. I'm not uh, Tarantino's not really my thing. I guess I'm not against it, but I just don't really seek it out. But uh, you know, it's your thing. It's not mine. But I guess. That's why they say opposites attract, right? Quentin Quarantino. Okay. Josie made that up. I gotta give her a okay. All right, okay. so we're diving we gotta, into The Bachelor. We are so uh, far into this Or podcast. if you... And maybe you tune into our podcast and you jump to this spot. Yeah. It's Bachelor time, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the season is done. And so you're like, why, why are you doing a Bachelor podcast now? Well, we didn't do one during the season, and so we figured in this time of quarantine, why don't we just revisit yeah. the entire season... Of The Bachelor. Yep, yep. And, uh, I mean, Dan, can I say that, um, like, this season started out, like, maybe, I don't even know how to, like, go into this part, but, like, preseason, before the season actually started, we were kind of, uh, our minds were already engaged in The Bachelor process. Um, oh, yeah. Due to some, um, some messaging that was going on. Oh my gosh! You might say I, you might okay. say I was in the DMs. I wasn't going to bring this up because I didn't. I, wanna, I was in the DMs. I didn't want to betray any trust of. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to mention any names. All right, we don't have to mention any names. But let's just say I was in the. <laughs> let's just say I got into the DMs. Is that, is that? Am I saying that right? I slid into the DMs. Okay, you. Should I stop? Saying you that? are saying it right, but I, <laughs> that doesn't help. Uh, okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> Uh, I had a I have a friend I'm not I, let's just keep everyone nameless right I have a friend who uh, was mentioning that he a previous bachelor contestant bachelorette yep. or yep. whatever a previous girl on the bachelor was he was like man this, you know that girl's cool I'm you know I I kind of I kind of dig her or whatever so I was like oh dude I, I could take care of this <laughs> so uh, I actually messaged this girl on Instagram and just said hey. I uh, just want to shout out my buddy, like he's a good guy, and like talked him up, and it was kind of like I was like, oh, she'll probably like never see this or you know whatever, it's not gonna go anywhere. But I'm like, ah, you know, just quick quick shout out. It's like, hey, you should you should uh, talk to my buddy. He, he thinks you're cool. <laughs> and she replied, <laughs> this makes me so mad, but I'm also so impressed. At the same <laughs> she replied, it was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Like, man, you sound like a great friend, and your buddy sounds like a great guy. And, like, I, I'm kind of interested. And, like, and so she asked me some follow-up questions. And so we, you know, we, you know, I answered her questions. And so we kind of had this kind of Q&A about my friend. And then she literally was like, why don't you just give him my number? And so mm-hmm. and I went to my buddy and was like, hey, um, remember how you said you kind of dug this girl? Well, <laughs> she's interested in meeting you. Here's her number. And so he actually hit her up on text, and they, you know, we're talking for a while. Dude, heck yeah. That might, that might, I don't know. So I don't want to give we'll away, I don't want to give away too much information, but that one down. We'll see that what was happens. A, that was a thing. 
And, uh, no, and we'll, keep you, story, we'll, we'll keep you updated, and, yeah. and that'll be a great wedding toast someday. I, I'm convinced this is going to be a great wedding toast for them. Okay. Um, and hopefully I'm the one giving that toast. Okay. But we'll see. So, anyway, that was leading into the season of The, yeah. of, of the Bachelor. And um, So, Drew, what were your thoughts going into this season? Were you... What did you think of Peter based on Hannah's season? Uh, I, he seemed like a nice enough guy. I felt the same way. Yeah. I I think Tyler was probably my favorite, but I was like, dude, Peter seems like a cool dude. Um, but as it turns out, he was just the worst. Okay, but I don't know that we realized that right away, or maybe you did, right? So It probably took like two or three episodes. So I think... Um, so for me, I was more focused on, you know how you're always trying to spot like the crazy person in the house, like the Chad of the house member, Chad. Yeah. You know, this podcast got a lot of mileage off of Chad, but like, you know, the girl version of Chad or whatever. And, and that certainly actually seemed to be there. Remember that like crazy girl who was like, you know, accusing people of popping pills and like, just like what full like all of a sudden she was like dude are you talking Tammy yeah 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 you know you know I don't know any names but like it was like you know <laughs> she was like kind of normal 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 and when she when she flipped full villain it was like full villain it was awesome it was crazy it was great great moment for the show yeah and so you know people like that are right? you looking for that person you know um, and so I didn't really realize until. I guess someone like went away or got sent home and then came back. Like Peter, like welcomed like a drama. Like there's this one girl that had that like, crazy oh, drama, and a- Peter brought like, let her come back and then sent her away again. But then like, yeah. these other girls that were like always like, ver- it was Victoria early on. She cried in every like one on one interaction with him. Yeah, or like would sob and like storm away. And like he would also like chase her down, but he kept like giving her the road, giving her a rose, giving her. She kept getting front, and it was he was rewarding all this drama, and it was nuts. It was ridiculous. So now, in hindsight, looking back at the whole season, I was so frustrated with Peter the whole time because he just wouldn't, he just wouldn't take responsibility. He wouldn't have hard conversations. He was a terrible like manage. Like yeah, technically the Bachelor is a dating show where you're dating thirty girls or whatever, yeah. but. You also have to manage, right? You have to manage emotions. You have to manage expectations. You have to have hard conversations. And Peter wasn't doing any of that. Right. You know what I mean? So the whole season was this like frustration with Peter being a coward, whatever, just keeping people around that he shouldn't, yeah. not yeah. having hard conversations. Yeah. Right. And then not until after the final rose do we realize where that came from. And it's because his mom's freaking crazy. Yeah. She's a matriarch <laughs> okay. and just, like, controls everything. Okay, so Barbara's crazy. Yeah, dude. Right? Barbara's straight crazy, but dare I say, Barbara also saved the season. Oh, she did. From an she entertainment was, perspective. She was LeBron in 2017. So, it was, she was horrifying. Get on my back, calves. She was horrifying. Yeah. She was the ultimate villain. She's still the ultimate villain. Yeah. She's been, she's going to be memed forever. And... She saved the season because I was so over Peter. Yeah. Whoever, it's one of those situations where whoever won the show, it's like, wow, you lost because you win, you win Peter, I guess. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, down to those final two. And they were very, you know, so different. And we can get into like Madison just being, you know, Madison and um, just from her background. And then Hannah Ann being from her background. And I don't know, it's kind of, that, that, that's just crazy. But it was like, 
Barb saved the season because no one liked Peter by the end, right? I mean, yeah. if you're listening to this and you still liked Peter at the end in the final couple episodes, you know, tweet at us, shout us out, say we, yeah. say you disagree or what. But I was like, no. I, in my mind, Peter was the worst. His mom was crazy. Terrible. But, but also, imagine what that finale would have been like if Barb hadn't been, like, the villain that she was. Yeah, dude, you're right. It was, uh... Because Barb kind of shifted, too. Because she obviously... The whole ending to the show was very weird. Here's... We don't have much time left, but here were two really weird things. One, they... The show ended, right? Hannah Ann won. Also, spoiler alert, if you don't know how The Bachelor ends, uh, I guess. Yeah. Also, it was in Hannah some... Hannah Ann sort of won. Yeah, it, it was in some random podunk Australian town. And uh, Hannah Ann won. And then there was this, like one month later deal and Hannah Ann showed up to Peter's house yeah but she walked in and she clearly was upset yeah she, was, there was there was, was something was something going on something happened in the time that passed between the final rows and when she came to Peter's house and so part of me is like I don't think Hannah Ann actually wanted to be with Peter the whole time I think well, it was more about winning and I think that Peter Peter's not he's clearly not ready for any kind of relationship, right? Yeah. And so then so that happened and then there was this weird like well Peter, are you still in love with Madison? And he was like, "Yeah, I guess so." And then And also there's this whole moment where didn't H- Hannah Ann reference he reached out to Hannah Brown yes. in that month break to like get closure or whatever. So she's like, "Wait, you proposed to me?" You still might have feelings for Madison. You only proposed to me because Madison left on her own. Then you reached out to Hannah Brown. It was like, so I'm actually your third choice. Yeah. So no wonder she was, you know, she was pissed when she had that face to face. And then, you know, they brought back Madison, and we, you know, and they were face to face. But then Madison and him were done. Like they did the live broadcast for the yeah. finale, and then they were over like less than yeah. 24 hours. Chris later. Harrison asked, like, "Do you think this will work, or are you gonna?" try to work on it and they gave like the vaguest answer but uh yeah man it was just a weird i I mean i guess it was an entertaining season the the two girls that ended up in the final two were probably among the most boring of the whole season so it was weird with them not getting much screen time and then um you had people like kelsey champagne gate victoria and her whole like country singer whatever Boyfriend. it was weird and then she yeah then the the weird like message the cryptic message that that peter got about victoria when he was in her hometown right yeah all that craziness um anyway, yeah yeah it was just i mean so i think to me though dan i would have been really disappointed in the overall season except for i thought the finale was just like Amazing, dude! It was it was insane. And we, I could not believe what I was seeing. And the week before the finale, we were all trying to guess how it ends. And you know, Chris Harrison's like, "You'll never know." Peter doesn't even know. And we're like, "Whatever, that's always dumb or whatever." But like, it, I couldn't have guessed how it ended. Like, I thought Hannah Brown was going to come back. Or yeah, something. seriously. Like, we were, you thought someone was going to be pregnant. I mean, there were all these wild uh, still, theories. Still, maybe all these wild theories flying around. Dude. And it just, I don't know. It was just it was, crazy. Barb was the embodiment of. You know how on some finales you like know that a parent or sibling or whatever doesn't approve of whoever they picked, but they'll kind of beat around the bush. Yeah. And there's that dark part of you that's like, dude, I wish this person would just tear them apart because yeah. it would be so entertaining. Right. And it right. never happens. 
Barb did all that and more, yeah. and it was amazing to watch. Yeah, and you know it was crazy. I, th- I actually thought Madison stuck up for herself pretty well. Like she handled herself pretty well on the finale. But yeah, I mean for being attacked the way she was, and you know, yeah. But Barb definitely didn't try to apologize for her portrayal. She doubled down and tripled down on it. I mean, yeah, dude, it was, it was just, wild. It was when, yeah, really, really crazy. But. um Dan, do you want to reach out to um, maybe some of the more expert opinions out there in the world? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, you got them on the phone. Yeah, let's uh, you know let's give it a, let's let's give a quick call to Bachelor Superfan Matt Ehlers. This is either going to be a really good podcast or really bad. He watches every every second of the show. He doesn't miss doesn't miss a thing. This is riveting. It's also Friday at five o'clock. <laughs> And he's probably working out. <laughs> he's probably napping. Oh, he's that's a true. Fatty nap. Matt, Matt, sorry, I missed your call. Okay, your Matt. Name. All right, next. Uh, uh, we knew Matt wasn't going to pick yeah. up, which is why we're going to call this next person. Yeah, our, our, our regular contributor <clears throat> to the pod, a regular contributor to the pod. Drew, who's up next? Uh, let's get Bachelor. I would say Bachelor super fan, but also Drew and Dan Drew podcast Dan super, super fan, Jed Emma, super fan, Emma T. Yes, Jed super fan. Emma. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. Hi, you, Emma. Hello. You're you're live on the Drew and Dan podcast. Hey. Oh my gosh. Ha, 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 happy quarantine. Are, are are you socially distant at the moment? Um, I'm trying to be. Okay. What does that mean? Who are you with? Okay. What? No, don't say that. You're live. Emma, you're live. We can't edit we can't edit this out. <laughs> no, no. All right, pretty, she's joking. She's joking. She's a big kidder. Socially and emotionally distant. <laughs> she's joking. Uh, Emma, so we're just kind of recapping the season of uh, of The Bachelor and um, even though I mean, we we think you're like just an interesting take to get on things because you were team Jed. Uh, the whole way. You were one of the only ones. I heard that you still are. Team yeah, you, you're still kind of Team Jed. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna deny it. But uh, <laughs> you know, we were just kind of talking through this season and just how you know, really, Peter turned out to be kind of a dud. And um, yeah, but was anyone surprised? Kind, kind, kind of. of. Yeah, we were. Really? I mean, we, he seemed like an okay guy from the previous season, but just like as the you know, as the season went on, we're just like, man, this guy is really, really struggling. Yeah, he really was. Um, but what were kind of your reactions, I mean, to the season overall, or especially we're talking about the finale and, and, and how all that went down. Do you have any, like, quick thoughts you want to share? Um, yeah, I think Peter was strange because he liked Hannah Brown so much, and she was such, like, a strong woman. And then he liked, like, Hannah Ann. I couldn't deal with her the whole season. <laughs> it seemed like he just loved like petty drama, and I, I, Kelly was my favorite of the season because she, like, called him out on it. She's like, "You feed into drama. Like, why are you making this so we like intensely weird?" Um, and I don't know. I just thought I just thought he really he loves drama, and that's kind of what got him in the position that he's in. Yeah. So. I mean, okay. So here's a just kind of a a, a question. Do, do you think he really loves drama, or do you think he's just kind of a dumb guy? Um, I don't, 
That's a good question, honestly. Because <laughs> to me, he just seemed to be way over his head, and anytime a girl started crying, he just like bent over backwards to like I don't but know. But he, I, he loved the crying though. He's yeah. like the first time when um, Victoria, uh, the brunette Victoria, she cried because she uh, like got second place on the runway. Yeah, she was the worst. But yeah, <laughs> he was like super he he fed into that so much to the point of keeping her to the yeah. like yeah she got the three. rose on that date yeah and so it just seemed like i don't know it, and it was like over the stupidest stuff that she would cry over and i and i think i see it now more that his mom's probably like that so that yeah yeah Mom, maybe yeah. he's just used to like uh absurdly like Loverous, like women. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Did, oh, Emma. What do you make of the rumors that um, that there's something between Peter and Kelly, based on the facts that the only Bachelor contestant that Peter's family, parents, brother, whatever, follow and interact with on social media is Kelly? Your response? I don't know. I I don't think I don't think Kelly would be down for Peter. Actually, what I about mean, Peter's weird-looking brother? <laughs> uh, no, he's also in a relationship though. Oh, all right. Um, but have you guys heard that this is not about the finale? But have you guys heard that Hannah Brown and Tyler have been hanging out again? Really? They're in quarantine together. Yeah, in Florida, Jupiter, Florida. Interesting. Well, that doesn't yep. mean much. Me and Dan are quarantined together, but that's just sort of a, <laughs> that's just a, how the circumstances ended up. <laughs> Desperate times. <laughs> uh, that's that's crazy. Okay. Uh, Emma, quick quick reaction. Did Barb save the season? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. She was she was hilarious. I I hate her with everything in me, but she was hilarious. The bar the Barb cam that was just on her face that for was every reaction was golden. Amazing, and she would like clap every time someone would roast Peter about his decision. I know that was like, amazing. And when Hannah Ann was on and like just going after him, she's like nodding her head and I... clapping. It was so funny. Uh, so why? Why do we think? What's the main reason Barb hates Madison? Is it was because everyone, basically everyone who's not a Christian, thought that Madison was manipulating Peter, or there was that weird Madison made us wait three hours type of deal? Oh, that was so weird. Yeah, that was so weird because they were like, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was weird. I think Madison actually handled the situation really well. As well um, as she could, yeah. I think she probably should have just stuck with her original decision to avoid everything else, but I think Barb didn't like her because of just her, like, brutal honesty. Like, she just wasn't, you know, like, I'm head over heels for Peter. I'm going to do anything to make this work. Yeah. And it, it seems like that's her I- ideal of what love is, of being like, uh, even if it means compromising my morals or what I believe in, I am going to be, like, head over heels for this person and do whatever it takes. And uh, Hannah Ann had that mentality of, like, I just obsessed with Peter. Peter's perfect. He can't do anything wrong. And so I think she just clung to Hannah Ann and then saw the contrast in Madison and didn't like it. Interesting. Um, would you have been excited if Kelly was the next Bachelorette? Oh, my gosh, yes. I wanted that so bad. I'm not really surprised by that because to me Kelly was kind of the jet of the season. No, I couldn't. I couldn't stand Kelly her. was not the jet. I of this couldn't season, stand dude. Kelly. I still can't. The whole the best. 
uh, I mean, I, I actually, you're sort of swaying me when he pointed out that she actually is the only one who called out Peter. Um, but she didn't really do it to his face. She sort of just did it to the yeah, camera. No, she did it. No, she did it to his face. Okay, maybe she did it to her face. But like, but <laughs> she did. Before she, she got right to his no, face. No, 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 no. I feel like uh, when they were like at their, she talked really tough into the into the one on one with the camera. But when it was like him and her at the dinner, and she was trying to like, yeah. she was like fighting to stay there. She was like kind of singing a different tune. Yeah. And then on the Honestly, she, I was gonna say she was on the two on one right at one point. Or, yeah. Yeah. And during that, she that was hilarious. I I couldn't stand how the way they edited it when she was like, you know, I'm I'm a grown woman and these are all little girls and you know I'm for yeah. sure gonna stay. But she just wasn't wrong. Is the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I just. Um, Kelly Knight won because everybody said that uh, they that Kelly reminded them of me, and so then I was like, okay, I'm Team Kelly. So, so I you're super it. down. I can see it. You're super down with Kelly. Okay. Yeah. Quick thoughts on Claire. Quick thoughts on Claire being the Bachelorette, or that's so psychotic. <laughs> I can't even believe that. Are you gonna watch? Uh, probably. <laughs> I, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's, they've, I don't feel like they've ever picked a bachelor or bachelorette that's quick. And, like, she wasn't even on anybody's radar. So it's yeah. just really weird. Yeah, very it's weird. Honestly. They had a really good group of people, too. Like, I feel like Maddie would have been um, a good bachelorette. Kelly would have been a good bachelorette. They had a, they had a good crew. They could have picked them. Yeah. So. All right, Emma, thanks for joining us. Of course. Stay safe. Stay socially distant. Yep, I will. Don't worry. All right. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. You heard right. your first. Well, time flies when you're having fun, friends. Um, Those are good thoughts. Any quick reactions to that? No. We didn't really talk about Claire. I, I like Claire. I mean, she, I don't yeah. know if I want to, want to watch a whole season of her as the primary. No, she's... I feel like her personality will be similar to Rachel Lindsay, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that season goes. Um, in the meantime, we'll be watching Love Is Blind. Maybe we do a Love Is Blind podcast one of these days. Yeah, maybe. We'll literally we'll have nothing it, else to do. We'll give it a shot. Um, Drew, any last words for for the thousands? Uh yeah, everyone, stay socially distant. Um, flatten the curve. Don't yeah. go out. There's nowhere to go anyway. Except for early morning toilet paper runs. Early morning. <laughs> Stay out of the safe way. Um, yeah, no, everyone, it's it's wild times, you guys. We hope this podcast gave you something to do yep. during, during your days of quarantine. Yeah. Uh, see you guys next time. Bye.